The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. everybody welcome to the pick six podcast cbs sports daily nfl podcast i'm will Brinson. and i'm your host coming up on this episode the gambling preview of the washington football team new york giants thursday night game who a shootout in the works in the feed a brady quinn pew, 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 football show and coming up thursday night football reaction plus our weekly picks show if you want to use your football expertise to win big time cash prizes well now you've got your chance with football pickup from cbs sports correctly pick the whole slate of games and you can win the hundred thousand dollar jackpot this week and every week of the season by visiting cbssports.com slash picks even if no one wins a weekly jackpot we're still giving away one thousand dollars of guaranteed cash to the winner each week and five thousand dollars to the season long champ so don't wait Make your picks and compete for the $100,000 jackpot by visiting cbssports.com slash picks today. Uh, joining me to break down the Thursday night game, <clears throat> excuse me, Tyler Sullivan. Sully, what's up, buddy? How you doing? What's going on, Will? How you doing? I'm great. Uh, before we dive in, so we're going to try and tighten this episode up a little bit. Uh, we're going to do, we're going to talk about the spread and the total. Then we're going to hit some props and we'll do some DFS. Before, sorry, the Starbucks, the, I got some afternoon, I was, I was, uh, I was dragging today. Got some afternoon coffee. I feel that. Yeah. And, uh, but I want to point out before we get into this game that during Monday night's Monday night football between the Ravens and the Raiders, I get this, we get the Slack message and it's our boss, our podcast czar, Eric K. He's like, I mean, maybe next time we'll tell these guys to take some unders. <laughs> Complaining. He's like, I did pay a hammered Prince and Sully on all these overs. And he's like, it's like the first quarter. <laughs> and, uh, you know, all, all the overs hit. I was going to say. All the overs hit, Sully. It's like, no, we can't. Just give it time. Just give it time. It always works. That That's really the move there. So, I mean, that one, I mean, listen, you know, there were some of them we still missed. I mean, I know I was I was really high on Mark Andrews, but he had a, a quiet right, night missed, on that yeah, one. You missed, you we missed the receptions you, one on that one. I think we had talked about Lamar Jackson over touchdown passes. That should have probably hit, but didn't. Right. The one that the one that I was pretty high on with Jackson was the carries. That hit because we went to overtime. So that was great. But yeah, um but yeah, no, I mean listen, you know, the over the, that one, that one was that was quite quite the game on Crazy Monday. game, yeah. I mean I will point out that the uh Tyson Williams and Marquise Brown overs all hit. I think those are those are the I had I said to get those the night before and those hit yeah. those hit in the first half, I think. Yeah. So uh no sweat there. Let's dive into Giants of Washington. It is the Washington football team hosting the New York Giants. The line is Washington minus three and a half in the over-under. A robust 40.5. Yish. The Giants have won five straight games against WFT. Daniel Jones. This is like the weirdest thing ever. He is 4-19 against everyone not named Washington. And he is 4-0 in his career against Washington. Also, he's never fumbled against Washington, which feels more like a, an outlier than necessarily a trend. You get big-time Andy Dalton vibes from old Danny Dimes. He's 0-5 straight up in primetime, 2-3 and against the spread. The Giants are on a seven-game primetime losing streak, 1-11 in their last 12 primetime games, while Washington, not too hot either, 1-6 in their last seven primetime games. They are 
number 32 and number 31 in terms of rank in ter- as far as scoring teams go, like full game scoring between the, the team and their opponent. Over the last year, the Giants averaged 39.8 per game in matchups. Washington, 41.1. Yikes. So you tell me this isn't like an NFC title game preview, the the the, the clash of NFC East champions or anything like that? It's not the Bucks, the Cowboys is what. Yeah, I'm no, it's it's not, it's not. But but still, plenty plenty of stuff to kind of look at. I know you put those trends out there too, but there's a few others that kind of, you know, for me at least, trend a little favorably towards the Giants. Actually, I, you know, we're getting three and a half on them. You know, there, there's a Washington's changing a quarterback. You can make the case is Heineke better than Fitzpatrick, or you know, what does he add for them? But ultimately, the trends for me that I'm looking at with with New York are, you know, eight and five against the spread when they're at least a three point dog. They are three and zero ATS under uh, with six games or less to prepare under Joe Judge. So seems like he gets his teams ready to play with a short week. You know, again, small sample size, but you know, certainly something to look at with that head coach. Yeah, I would agree with that. And Judge, you know, they got embarrassed by Denver. It's it's yeah. a little difficult to tell exactly. You know, week one, you try and sort of adjust for opponent when you're when you're planning your week two picks and it's a little difficult to tell with Washington and New York because the Giants look terrible on offense although Danny Dimes moved the ball at various times throughout the game but they're playing the Broncos who I I think are probably a really good defense and Washington's defense limited the Chargers but didn't look exactly great but it's possible the Chargers are great offense you know one of the I know our uh Good pal Chris Trapasso was on the Pick Six podcast TikTok account. I don't know if you're TikTok. Did you TikTok? I don't TikTok. I, I think I have an account, but it's it's nothing. I, I, no, yeah. I, no, no. Anyway, Traps is on there doing a, a good breakdown of Rashawn Slater, the rookie left tackle or rookie, yeah, rookie left, yeah, rookie left tackle because Belaga plays right. Rookie left tackle for the Chargers going up against Chase Young, and just like he did in college, he absolutely stonewalled him. I don't know that the – I mean, so Andrew Thomas will have his hands full, is what I'm saying, yeah. with Chase Young. If you limit Chase Young, maybe you could – you know, if you get, limit Chase Young in a one-on-one matchup, I think it's possible that Daniel, Daniel Dimes – Daniel Dimes uh, can, can move Daniel the ball – <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Mr. Dimes can move the ball well enough to score some points. I Ultimately, for me, the reason I'm going to take the Giants plus three-and-a-half is that I think this is an under game. And when you're talking about – a matchup of two divisional teams that are not high scoring that want to play defense and be very conservative on offense, particularly when you get the quarterback swap, we don't expect them to open it up for Taylor Heineke. They're going to let the, they're going to try to run the ball with Antonio Gibson. Um, JD McKissick could be involved as well. They're going to try and win with defense. And, you know, they were, uh, it was, I was just, I was just reading something about, so somebody was like complaining on Twitter about the Giants scheme. Or maybe it was Dan Orlovsky was saying that it's like what was like why do the Giants put Daniel Jones in these positions to make plays at these certain points in time? And so I think it was maybe Jeff Cavanaugh of, of Dallas said in reply, like Jason Garrett doesn't believe in scheming guys up. He's just he's go beat your man and let's play with our plays, which is one stupid, but good for an under. And so I think I lean under in this game. And probably lean to the Giants as well, because if you're going to have a low-scoring game, I want to be catching the three-and-a-half. Yeah, to me, I'm, I'm definitely with you on the Giants plus three-and-a-half. I mean, I have this game, like, sitting right around 40-41. You know, if it's a 23-20 game, like, 
that still could be a low scoring game or you know not a prolific game, but you're still going over. It's just so low that it's really tough to kind of you know pinpoint that. To me, it's really a stay away in terms of the over under. I don't really don't want to touch it whatsoever, but I do like getting the field you know over a field goal with the Giants here in a game where I don't really think it's going to be particularly one sided. I think it's going to be close pretty much till the end. You could talk me into any one of these teams winning, but it won't be by more than more than a field goal. Yeah, I mean, and even if it, I mean. I, the Daniel Jones Washington trend is kind of kind of intriguing. I don't know. I don't know why. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, right? Right, right. To me, like I, you know, yeah, it's it's great. I mean, I have some of the numbers here. Like you said, four and oh, he's almost completing 70% of his passes, 68.2% of his uh, pass. It's insane. And he's got like an eight to three. So it's not like he just owns Ron Rivera, he just owns Washington. Yeah, you know, eight to three touchdown interception ratio. So to you know, he's averaging over over a touchdown and a half a game. You know, I don't know if you're looking at that for a prop or anything along those lines, but like he's he has a track record of performing extremely well. I just wonder, you know, are you, you know, you're going up against a Washington team all this time that, you know, has had some uncertainty at the quarterback position, a ton of change throughout that, throughout that history. Again, we're seeing it here on Thursday night with Heineke coming in for Fitzpatrick. I just, to me, I almost feel like it's a, I don't want to say a fluke because you got to give credit where credit's due. He's played well against them, but you know, to me, I'm not putting as much stock in it. Like just because he's four and zero doesn't mean that he's just going to own them in this game. I, I I don't really put as much as the, as his you know previous record implies it would be. Yeah, that no, that's that's perfectly fair. I, I'll take the um, uh, I will take the Giants though for yeah, my yeah. pick. No, I, you know, are you yeah. going to take them? Would you take them money line? Because I still feel like Washington yeah. somehow figures it out, but they'll win by a field goal. Yeah, I don't want to take the Giants to win. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think Washington's not. a better team, even Taylor Heineke. So, uh, yeah, I want the points. If it gets to three, I might actually even like Washington. Honestly. Yeah, see that, that, and so there are there are some places that do have it at three. So you know, Caesars has it at three and a half right now. So if you're you know if you want that half point, which is I think going to be pretty critical in this game, yeah, go over to Caesars and get that as soon as you can because that I feel like is going to come down at some point or another leading up to kickoff here, wherever you're wherever you're placing your bet. I would agree with that as well. And I will take, I like the first half under two. Let me yep. see. They have a, where's half? Yeah, Caesar's actually done a really good job with the website. It's much better than. It's the, 20. It's down to 20. I still, I'll still take 20. It was yeah. 20.5. Clearly, you'd rather have 21 for, you know, seven, 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 that, you know, three touchdowns in the first half. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like there could be a bunch of field goals in this game. And, and that it just, it's just a slow churn of an affair where, there's Jason Garrett has famously said as you know, as long as, as long as a drive ends in a kick, that's, that's a win for us. And with that, he means a field goal, a, a extra point or a, or a punt, which is what a way to go through life. I know that is, that is, that is tough. I, I feel, for, I feel for Cowboys fans for all those years. And now, now our, now our giants friends are really different. Your, your, your pick, your bet is officially, you like the giants the most. Yeah. Giants okay. plus three and a half. But if you're like, you know, if we're talking about the actual game, who we think is going to win, it's gonna, I think it's going to be Washington. So money line, Washington, three and a half. I'm taking the Giants and the points. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the three and a half, and I want the first half under uh, yep. 20, and I would lean towards the full game under as well. But I want the I think I want 41 for that. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, player props and DFS picks. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. 
With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Player props for this one. Uh, you know, we got, uh, again, EK's all over us for, you know, where's my, where's my, where's my unders? Well, you want unders, baby? We got unders this time. Um, th- these have come down. I, I wanted to, uh, you know, the problem is, one of the issues with these props is that I've seen uh, some places like, uh, for instance, uh, well, an unnamed legal sports book that I won't reference, and maybe even, maybe even actually Caesars too, had, gets these out on like Tuesday. And I don't get to see mine until Wednesday morning for a Thursday game and probably at best Thursday for Sunday, but more likely Friday for Sunday. At that point, these numbers have all been smashed with a sledgehammer, which is really, really annoying. For instance, my favorite prop bet here is Sterling Shepard under, it was 61 and a half receiving yards. It is now down to 57 and a half uh, minus 130. I've seen it 55 and a half. It was 56 and a half on Wednesday morning when I woke up and was actually able to bet it. I took 56 and a half. I will happily take under 57 and a half. Shepard had a big game last week, huge game against, uh, against the, the Broncos, including a long touchdown run that he made. But this is not a guy who is prone to huge, deep touchdowns. His, if you look at his A dot, it's extremely low. If you look at you know how he runs his routes, you know, he, this is not a guy who's running nine routes. And so more than likely, he's going to be catching passes over the middle. But the pace in this game is going to be such that I think it will lead to Sterling Shepard. Now, Evan Ingram being out, and he's officially been ruled out. We should have mentioned that off the top, I guess. But uh, that 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 hurts a little bit for, for Sterling Shepard's receiving total. But I will still hammer the under here. I love the under Sterling Shepard receiving yards. What, yeah, what you- yeah, I'm right there with you on that one, just because I, I do think there's going to be some sort of like an overcorrection here a little bit too, where everybody – you know, is, is rushing to your waiver wires in fantasy to go pick up Sterling Shepard. Everybody's feeling like he's going to be that guy for the Giants. And you already see it, too. You know, the, the smart money's, you know, dragging this number down quite a bit. So, you know, I'm right that I, I do like the under on this one, even at this point. Or, you know, I think I saw it last time I saw it, it was like at 62 and a half. And to me, you know, even still, you know, I, I don't know if we're going to see a ton of, of looks here from Daniel Jones and Sterling Shepard. So and, I, and one thing I do like, though, I know EK is not going to like me going over here, but yeah. I do like the Darius Slayton over at two and a half receptions in this game. He was second on the team last week in receptions. And if all of a sudden Washington starts to really control this game and I, you know, I'm predicting that they're going to win, even though I think the Giants are going to cover, you're looking at Darius Slayton. T- you know, I think there's going to be more than one deep shot threats here. And that is the guy for Daniel Jones to kind of really try to get back in this game deep 
So to me, Darius Slayton, you know, getting two, you know, getting three, four, five looks deep in this game really wouldn't shock shock me. So Sterling Shepard, by the way, also played against the against Washington last year. Mm-hmm. Only once because he was on injured reserve for the for the second one uh, in the in the game at Washington in week nine, targeted eight times, a lot of targets, yeah. six catches. That's a lot of catches, thirty nine yards. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's not that's not a guy who's going to be running all like you know he's just not. Now if he catches one over the middle and he takes off, then you know, it, it is what it is. Sure. But I think it's more likely that we see him. Uh, end up, you know, I, I think it's I think it's more likely. All right, so I'm, I, I wanted to bring up the next gen stat thing. He didn't run a route that uh, stemmed past 10, 15 yards, and and most of them, it's like he ran one curl route that hit at fifteen yards, and maybe a a cross, a couple of crossing routes. He's just going to set up in the slot and run crossers and. When you have a you know when you have a defense like a Ron Rivera defense, they're going to be prepared to stop him. They're not going to leave those openings across the middle and let him take off. So I, yeah, I'll absolutely take that Shepherd under. Um, and I, I don't I don't mind. Would you say Slayton or Gala? You said Slayton, right? Slayton, yeah, yeah. Slayton. I don't mind the Slayton at all. That reception. So did you go receptions or did you go receptions? But you can also go receiving yards there too. It's it's the same concept. I, I just like receptions a little bit more when you're looking at the targets last week too. Yeah, and you're only looking for three catches. Yeah. That's it. I mean, uh, whoa, another one I got asking for a lot. No, you're not asking for a lot at all. Another one that I got, um, if we could go to Giants longest, uh, longest reception, Debo, if we can find that. There we go. All right. So look at this. Now, if you're watching on, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six, hit the like button, subscribe, whatever. Tell us your favorite player prop. But we see here, Kyle Rudolph, the longest reception is 12 and a half. Now, Debo, if you could scroll up a little bit till we get to receiving yards, what we'll see is that Kyle Rudolph's longest or total receiving yards is 19 and a half. I will take the under on Kyle Rudolph's longest reception at 12 and a half yards. I don't think Kyle Rudolph is going to get a ton of targets in this game. I don't. I realize Evan Ingram's out. I, I think Kyle Rudolph under longest reception 12 and a half is a decent look. You could also just go Kyle Rudolph under 19 and a half receiving yards as well. Uh, and while we're at receiving yards, let's click on the Washington football team. Think of a jiggy right there. Logan is Logan Thomas under getting smashed. It is getting smashed. It is down to 46 and a half. I'm still okay with that. I want the under Logan Thomas, 46 and a half. And guess what, Sully, since you and I are head to head on this one, apparently I like it. Yeah. You get, you get two free yards. You had under 48 and a half, or you had over 48 and a half. You get two bonus yards. I get screwed out of two here. I know, right? I, I might have been reading that one wrong. I think I'm just going to say that just to kind of cheat myself with a couple of extra yards there. No, but... I, I sent in under 48 now. It's dropped two yards since, okay. since this afternoon. Okay. So, so all right. So, I got it at 48, but, you know, all right, good for you. You got, you got, the, you got the yards there. But I actually like the over you, here with Logan Thomas. I'm taking the under. You're taking the over. This I'm helps. taking the over. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'd rather have 48 and a half. I definitely... and, and so – and so for me, you know, Logan Thomas, I actually think he's going to have a great game here. I, I don't know what, what what people are looking at. I, I To me, I look at it from when Taylor Heineke came into this game, All it was pretty much Logan Thomas' show. You know, he looked all of his receiving yards, three, three targets, three catches, 30 yards, touchdown. All of that came from Heineke. None of that was Ryan Fitzpatrick. If we're just looking at this game against the New York Giants, what happened last week against the Denver Broncos? Noah Fant had six receptions. Eight targets were a team high, 62 yards. So if we're talking, you know, if this team is bad against tight ends, 
which is kind of what we're looking at last week. Again, no offense, very talented, but it's not like we're talking about Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Darren Waller, who are complete, you know, you know, they're going to be the focal point of an offense. Clearly there was a mismatch there and Teddy Bridgewater looked to exploit it. I would think that Ron Rivera and the coaching staff would see that on film and look to Logan Thomas, a talented tight end in his own right and say, okay, we may be able to exploit the same way with a similar talented type of tight end. So to me, if you're looking at, you know, just, you know, whether, whether it's receiving yards, I don't know what his receptions were. I didn't, I, I didn't hone in on that one, but to me, if he can get 30 yards, if he's averaging 10 yards per reception, I, I love this one so far. Cause I think he's going to get a lot of looks this week. I, I do think it is fair to look at your, the case you're making for Logan Thomas and also point out I'm playing devil's advocate to my, sure. my, my point here, but uh, nine targets, five catches, 74 yards in the playoff matchup against Tampa Bay last year, really tough defense. And so we're looking at games with Taylor Heineke in there. Yeah. You know, it, it feels like he might latch on to his, his tight end. My, my theory here is just, I want unders in this game when it comes to receiving yards, because these teams are going to run the ball a bunch we haven't heard what Saquon Barkley's going to do yet. I don't think there are any props available for uh, rushing yards. If he's, you know, if you get props before the game and he's listed as limited, or the, the Giants made it very clear they were going to limit his touches last week, and they did, and he was not explosive at all. So keep an eye out for that one. It's possible that we could um, have some value there in terms of Saquon Barkley if if these props pop up. But I, I just don't think you're going to see a whole lot of. I just don't think they're going to put. Saquon Barkley props up like that. Diva's like scrolling for him. I don't think you're going to find him. See, they, yeah. don't, they don't even include him. Uh, one thing I do like is uh, potentially JD McKissick receptions or receiving yards. Antonio Gibson's a little banged up. I wouldn't be surprised if they rotated him in a little bit more. Uh, you can see if it, it's really low. It's two and a half. His catches is two and a half. The receptions two and a half. It's the same as Antonio Gibson, I believe. If you scroll down a little bit more, uh, Debo, I think he's he's somewhere down there, yeah, right there. I think it's two, yeah, and, a half. two and a half. That is quite intriguing. And so the reason why, and, and I was listening, this, I'll give credit to the, the fantasy football today guys because I was listening to them talk about it. Taylor Heineke doesn't really throw a lot. Again, it's very small sample size, but hasn't thrown a lot to running backs whenever he's been under center for the Washington football team. So that is something to take note of. You know, yes. Two and a half for J.D. McKissick. That looks great. You know, it's obviously, he's the pass-catching-down guy. Not a lot of weapons. Antonio Gibson's hurt. It feels like that's an easy play, a smash play. But, you know, it is something to note that Heineke is someone who hasn't in the past thrown a ton to running backs. All right. Uh, let's. What about a lotto ticket prop for you, Sally? Or do you have any more regular props? Sorry. Uh, to me, the Antonio Gibson over uh, total you know, yards from scrimmage, rushing, receiving, 90 and a half. To me, that I love that. I know he's a little banged up, but to me, that one, at, you know, minus 115, I, I think that that's something to look at here, especially if the game goes how we think it is, where it's going to be very run heavy. He's going to get a ton of opportunities. I think he had over 20 touches last week when you when you account for everything. If he gets a similar type of volume, again, we say he's banged up, but doesn't carry an injury status coming into it. I believe he's a full participant, participant in practice yeah. today. So, like, we're okay here. Don't don't be too worried about Antonio Gibson in terms of fantasy and, and all you're, that you're stuff. Starting Antonio Gibson in fantasy. Right, exactly. Uh, the Lotto one, I think I'm leaning towards, and again, we're, we're going up against each other here, Will, but you know the, the Logan Thomas one, and if you look at Caesars, they have a boost, a special boost on this one, and it's basically the two that I've been looking at. Let me see if I can find it. Where exactly? They, they have a name for the boost. Uh, it's, by the way, Logan Thomas to score a touchdown. Yes. And and over 46 and a half receiving yards. So I basically like both of those. So let's just, how about this? Let's combine them both together and get plus 400. 
Okay. Let's, let's ride that wave. Let's there see. If we, let's see if we can have a similar week to last week. Obviously, when you know two more catches and he gets over this and he scores that touchdown. To me, that's what I'm looking at for for a lotto ticket. Okay. Here's uh <laughs> this is this is stupid. I don't even know if the odds are good here, but if you go over Diva, if you want to scroll over to touchdown score up there and go all the way to the bottom. It's <laughs> always fun. You know what I'm going right here, right? No touchdown, 30 to one. Give Ooh. me Yeah, like I don't I don't th- I don't think it's likely, but this is a division game. If, I wish Scott Turner was a little bit less aggressive because I think you know he can be he'll call some creative stuff for Heineke in the red zone. But I, I firmly believe that both Ron Rivera and Joe Judge are willing to win this with defense and kicking. And that while it is look, it's highly unlikely there's not a touchdown. And I don't even know are those odds good for no touchdown? Like no touchdown in the NFL game should probably be maybe like fifty to one. Is that, yeah. But so we're just gonna sprinkle. Just like ten dollars on this, nothing crazy. Maybe fifteen dollars. Well, how about this? Do you like this one a little bit, a little bit better? Total first half touchdowns zero, plus seven fifty. Seven and a half to one for no first half touchdowns. That's kind of low, isn't it? So I, I guess it would be the second half where people are kind of, you know, Checking, yeah. being a little bit more aggressive and trying yeah. to trying to push it. But I mean, the fact that it says no, I, yeah. Again, I like that first half under. We're, I'm just gonna go no touchdowns. Just putting fifteen bucks on it. Nothing crazy. And you know, we're not, not you know. Again, these are lotto tickets. You know that that's that's the name of the game. That's right. Uh, with that in mind, the idea that there's not going to be a touchdown, it would lead me to believe that if you're building a DraftKings lineup, you are highly intrigued at the idea of using the Washington Football Team defense as a possible captain. And if you do that, because they were just $8,400 as a possible captain. You know, I should probably have brought this up on my thing before. Hold on one second. Uh, anyway, any other any other, uh, any other, other props that you want to mention while I scramble desperately to? No, I, I don't really have many more props here, but I do love the Washington football team. Again, $8,400. You can, you can pretty much fit whoever you need there. I mean, we were talking about this uh, for the Monday night DraftKings lineup. Like, it was tough to kind of fit everybody in. If you're trying to make Lamar your, your captain, if you're trying to make Tyson Williams your captain, Derek Carr, Darren Waller, it, it's tough when you have those kind of guys in your captain spot. You really kind of got to get creative down the line when you start filming that, you know, forming that roster. But, I mean, I have one just kind of made up, you know, on the fly here. Washington football team captain. Well, oh, before you do it, let's, uh, let's share that screen and we'll plug it in. There we sure, go. let's do it. Sorry, right. I, I'm so used to – Debo does such a good job behind the scenes that I'm uh, I'm not used to having to, like, scramble to get this up. All right, so Washington football team defense. And for the record, I think you will probably see Washington football team, the WFT defense, be pretty chalky as a captain. Yeah because it allows you to get so much else in there. Not to say that's bad. I mean, if they, you know, if they, if they shut down the giants and there's not a ton of points, if they get a turnover for a score, then, you know, then it's going to be worth it. Ooh, you know what that, all right. So keep, sorry, you go ahead. Who who else you got in this? Who else you got in this lineup? Throwing Gibson, Heineke, you get Daniel Jones on the other side and then McKissick and McLaurin. Like if you feel like it's all Washington. Oh, sorry. You're skipping. So you feel like it's gonna be a Washington party? This is just—I I made a bunch of them. So this is just one with the with, with the lineup in there with the right. with the uh, defense. All right, but all right. So Gibson, McLaurin, Heineke, and Jones, we... Jones, and McKissick and McLaurin. Oh, oh no, Heine- no Heineke or no no Gibson. No, I have Gibson. Okay. Washington football team: Gibson, uh-huh. yep. Heineke, uh-huh. Daniel Jones, yep. McKissick, McLaurin. Oh, McKissick is the other guy missing. Yeah. Yep. So I mean. 
I don't mind this. this oh, because McKissick is the best available. Yeah. This is essentially essentially where you say, I think the Giants are going to get the crap kicked out of them. But Daniel Jones will be throwing and running and, and, and making things happen in the second half. Now, the only problem is, I guess in showdown, it doesn't really matter as much. You know, it's you a little chalky. That's the problem. That's probably going to be pretty chalky. Yes. But that's okay. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. I mean, I Washington football team's defense could be extremely, extremely dangerous. Like there's a there's a there's a decent chance they put up some some numbers here, or at least lock it down. And you know, again, the one of the problems with defense is you can't have a ton of second half scoring. For instance, the a defense was winning a million dollars in and is this a million dollar again? I don't like that. Yeah, can, yeah, you get a million maker on this one. I don't like that everybody can see my balance. People wondered what happened. What happened between Monday and Thursday? Um, I uh, I actually just entered a bunch of contests for Sunday. If you like, sure, sure. Yeah, it's like, wow, <laughs> rough, rough Monday night showdown, buddy. Um, the uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's um, I like that. I'm trying to think how you would differentiate this. So the the now the other path you could do, where you could do a, uh, this, a I don't know if he'll listen to this episode. He listens sometimes, but we do. Mike Glennon, oh no, Mike Glennon is our captain. I'm just kidding. Um, actually, you know what? There's uh, last on Monday night. There was a period of time, a lengthy period of time, actually, because it was so low scoring early on, where the people who had Marcus Mariota in the, as their captain in their lineups were in first place because he because they put him in on that third down. He ran yeah. 25 yards or whatever it was. Uh, anyway, just kidding about Glennon as captain. I do think there's a interesting pathway where the Giants are a Really good. De- the Giants' defense is better than we think, and you go Giants' defensive captain. Go with Washington too, and th- this is the under theory, right? Gibson. I don't even know if I want to mess with Saquon. No, I, I don't have him in any lineup that I have. Uh, you know, working right now, I don't have any locked in, but none, none. I, he hasn't really been part of my blueprint. All right, I want to add Saquon. Uh, no, let's do. All right, we're gonna do Sterling Shepard. Mm-hmm. I know I got his under on yardage, but I'm I'm banking on him um, catching. We're banking on targets and catches, nothing else. Logan Thomas and then Daniel Jones. And in fact, let's take out Gibson and put in another pass catcher from Galladay or Slayton. What do you think? I mean, I would probably go Slayton there, just because I that's who I like. But. Okay. That leaves five thousand seven hundred dollars on the table right there, and but that's okay. No, it's, no, no, no. You should never worry about how much you're spending right. your showdown. Never ever worry right. that, that you have to spend all your money. It is, it is irrelevant. The, the salary cap is just what it is. But in this case, you have you're saying okay, the Giants' defense is going to lock down the Washington football team, and the Giants are going to kind of run away with this, and then Logan Thomas is going to catch a a touchdown at some point, or you know, or, or be the main facilitator for Taylor Heineke. But Heineke's not going to have a good game, and, and and maybe the move would actually be here to go two and two. So we could go, and we're going to take out Shepard and put in Heineke. So we're going to bank on no points being scored, but the primary pass catchers for these quarterbacks being these two guys. Yeah, and so you're just trying to have the the defensive points that you're going to get from all of that plus the primary pass catchers. And the theory here too, is that with the way that these fronts work, you know, when you have Washington's Washington's front four, and then I mean, Dexter Lawrence played out of his mind in week one, that 
these teams won't be able to run. So while it will be a running game, there's not going to be a ton of yardage. There aren't going to be any touchdowns, but we do want more touchdown equity with the passers and the, and the potential pass catchers near the goal line. Yeah. And so to me, that one makes the most, not the most sense, but that one makes sense in terms of how you lay it out. One other one, I think let's have some fun. Let's, let's go. Cause we're going like, you know, full on under, you know, Washington. Are you, are you about to, are you about to go giants and over? Is that oh yeah. Let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's ride with it. Let's do it. Let's see what it looks like. So obviously if we're going giants and over Daniel Jones has to be the captain. Agreed. Yeah. And so then when you, and then this is again, we talked about this last week, but this is how you, this makes sense. You got to go contrarian. Sometimes if you want to win a million dollars, you're not going to just win it by being chalky. So DJ is the captain. Are we going to step the Galladay Shepard Slayton? Yep, we're going to give that big three that wide receiver trio. We're throwing those guys in there. All right. And then, obviously, if this is, you know, if we're talking about a big Danny Dimes day, 4-0, almost yep. 60% completion percentage, that means the Washington football team can't really rely on, you know, the, the running game of Antonio Gibson. So they would have to start throwing the football to guys like Terry McLaurin and Jaden okay. McKissick. Okay, I like it. So we go Lauren. Oh, so you're saying Gibson out and McKissick. Oh, that, that, ooh, that fits quite nicely. Mm-hmm. So in other words, McLaurin and McKissick out and Heineke's not putting up a bunch of points because the Giants are, are, are the Giants are putting up the points here. Yeah. I like that. That is good. That is that is good contrarian thinking when it comes to these DFS things because the, the total is super low. The defenses are probably going to be chalky. And if you go with a bunch of dudes who are winging the ball all around, maybe you have a better opportunity to uh, to differentiate yourself from the average lineup and you can climb the board in showdown. All right, Sully, this is great stuff. I like this little uh, D- DFS rapport we're developing here. Uh, it's yeah, like it. Every Monday and Thursday, uh, we'll be doing gambling and, uh, and, and DFS talk. So if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, hit subscribe, comment away, tell us who your best DFS pick is, your best uh, prop bet, or your, your favorite pick. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast feed, thank you for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review. Or, uh, follow, and follow uh, uh, at Tyler Sully on Twitter. Read him on CBSSports.com, of course. Thanks for listening. We will, uh, good luck in the games tonight. Talk to you guys tomorrow. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.